Welcome to South Cedo Paranormal. It is October 30th, Sunday, October 30th, excuse me, 2022. And tonight is going to be a call-in show and all about our favorite paranormal media. And I will go into more details on that and how to do the show, how to call into the show in a moment here. But of course, as always, you can find all the episodes of the show along with links to social media, ways to donate, ways to contact me, at the podcast page. And that is salcedoparanormal.podbean.com. That's S-A-L-S-I-D-O, paranormal.podbean.com. Always happy to hear from you all, whether you have comments or questions or topic suggestions or stories of paranormal experiences, whether they're your own or from others that you trust. Happy to either read those or have you join me on the show to talk about them. And uh, so we're getting closer to the big night, Halloween, tomorrow night, uh, where Derek will be on the show with me again. And we'll be covering uh, all the strangeness in and around Michigan. So that'll be fun. And uh, and then I'll be... I might do shows. I, I plan on doing shows the rest of the week, Tuesday through Thursday, the usual shows. But uh, we will see how I feel after all oh, tomorrow night. I may take those last three days off. We'll see. Um, hopefully, I can do that though. I can keep going. But um, and yeah, so tonight I thought it'd be fun to talk about our favorite favorite either TV shows or movies or. Um, books and or comic books, any um, any kind of paranormal themed content out there, <clears throat> um, video games, just anything that we all like a lot that that touches on anything um, unexplainable or just um, out of the ordinary. And uh, yeah, tomorrow's gonna be be fun, and I think we may go for. I think that one will be go as close to the limit as it can. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if that happened again. If we go like a full hour and a half again, like we did uh, a few weeks ago, or about a month ago. I forget now how long ago that was. Um, but, uh, yeah, so that should be fun. Um, but, yeah, <laughs> yeah it's going to be hard to keep uh, keep it under... Well, I think we could do an hour and a half, but beyond an hour and a half, it's we we gotta try to cut it after that, at least as close to that as we can get. Um, but because uh, I'm I'm planning on calling into uh, another show that night tomorrow night, uh, Trouble Minds Radio. Of course, you always heard uh, you always hear me talk about um, that show and how I call in there, and of course, you if you listened to last night's bonus show, you heard. The host, Michael Strange, on with me last night talking about Men in Black, and that was a lot of fun, and uh, I'm really glad that, that we were able to do that, and big thanks again to Michael Strange for being on there with me last night. So, um, yeah, so the way this works is if you uh, want to talk with me uh, on the, the, the podcast here in audio, um, let me know in the chat here in the stream uh, chat and uh, I will let you know that it's okay to 
unmute your microphone, and then we can go from there. We will be going one person at a time, of course, just to keep things um, from getting too chaotic, and uh, and then we'll go from there. So um, until I see uh, see someone in the, in the chat here wanting to, wanting to join me, I'm just going to go over a little bit of my, some of my favorite stuff. Of course, everyone that knows me is aware of my uh, my favorite movie of all time, and that would be, of course, Beetlejuice. Um, that has inspired me over the years, actually, um, to to work on a, a concept within that movie and change it a little bit. And um, but I just love that movie the the idea of the these people that um. I realized they're ghosts and try to frighten people out of the house that was theirs. And uh, and then they have to deal with, um, this is spoilers on a 30-plus-year-old movie, um, try to try to get them out of there. And they end up getting the attention of the this bureaucracy on, that is in the afterlife that is in charge of everything there. And uh, I love the idea of that that bureaucracy of course that movie is in, in large part supposed to be like a dark comedy kind of thing and so it's very um it's not very it's it's that whole office scene is very um pretty pretty wild there are those scenes but uh i've always thought that the idea of just doing a serious story with that involved um would be fun so i'm kind of working on that project uh when i can but um yeah so that's my favorite movie uh, as far as that goes i always i always have loved um the first men in black movie as well um just because i thought that was a neat concept and i've always wondered about that um what the chances are that there's some kind of real life counterpart to that organization again we talked a little bit about last night um, in in the show as to the human aspect, if there are people that are in such an organization, who are they and what what are they, who do they work for and all that. So, um, so yeah, those are probably. I did like Independence Day because I was a kid when it came out, and so that was a really uh, amazing movie. Um, oh yes, Ghostbusters. I love I love the original two movies. Those are a lot of fun as well. Um, so yeah, there's uh, I, I like those. I haven't seen all the the newer ones, but um, the original two were amazing. Um, and in that they were able to combine the comedy with the with the um, the paranormal. Of course, they go to extremes with the uh, the movies. I mean, they're going to because that's what they have to do. But um, but yeah, um, and that's another one now too that is also on my list of favorites is Stranger Things. And I won't say a ton about that, um, and uh, because that's still that's fairly current. But. Um, I definitely recommend everyone checking that show out, um, just because there's a lot of references there, 
um, to a lot of things. Uh, but um, yeah, so I definitely recommend that one. And that one, I'm I'm really curious. Again, I won't go into a lot of details, but I'm really curious to see what they do for that last season. Um, so that covers kind of the extent I was into originally the um the big the the big uh, introduction of paranormal investigation TV shows. Uh, I wasn't to that when all that started with Ghost Hunters and all that. At least it did for me anyway. Um, for a little while until I started hearing about how the networks, not necessarily the um, investigators, but the networks would get involved and start either exaggerating or faking um, paranormal activity. And uh, that kind of turned me off from those. Uh, I think um, I've told this story to some friends here, possibly, but funniest thing happened. Um, not really, it's kind of funny, but it's also like, oops. Um, a couple of years ago, uh, one of my cousins called me and we were talking and he uh, mentioned, I'm really a big fan of this one show. And I won't say which one it is just because I don't want to offend anyone with who is really big fans of these shows. And um, although when I describe this, you may know which one I'm talking about. But um, they said, yeah, I'm a really big fan of this one show. And and they asked, so have you heard of it? Have you watched it? And I said, yeah, I've I've watched it a little bit. I don't care for it because of the way the people talk to whoever or whatever is there. They, um, they're very rude and insulting and yell at them to get them to do things. And um, and then get all all freaked out when something happens, and uh, and then of course there's the possibility of faking from the networks. And so I was explaining all this to my cousin, um, and he just he just went quiet, just dead air on the phone. And I was I realized oh shoot he really does like the show a lot, and I. Kind of said sorry, I, you know, just telling you how, what I think. But that's that's okay if you like it. It's, it's for entertainment. That's fine. And we just moved on from like from that part of the conversation. I was like, oops. Oh well, sorry, but also not sorry. But yeah, that was that was funny. Um, so yeah, that's that's it really as far as uh. As TV shows and movies go, I think overall. Um, but yeah, let's see here. One moment here. I have to. My nose is bothering me. Okay, back. Speaking of Mike, earlier we I was. Hello, Mike, and everyone there in the chat, in the um, the, the stream chat, and uh, yeah, so um, yeah, no problem. Uh, I, I'm sure you're working on some things there, Mike, as you always are, which is amazing. But um, but yeah, so just uh, I would say the the Beetlejuice, Men in Black, um, the first Independence Day, um the original Ghostbusters movies, those are all definitely high up there in my 
favorites as far as that kind of stuff goes. Uh, Stranger Things now. Um, but, uh, so that's it as far as TV and movies go. Um, in terms of, let's say, um, books, I mean, as many of you know, I'm a huge Stephen King fan. I have been for since I was in middle school, which is probably too early to actually be a Stephen King fan. But it was in the library, and I took advantage of it, and that's how it was. Um, and uh, so many books of his, and a lot of them I've already reviewed in the show. Uh, and then, of course, in recent times, I was, um, I all my friends that are into into um, fiction, they that recommended Lovecraft to me. So I, I H.P. Lovecraft as well. Um, favorite Stephen King uh, live action ad- adaptations. Good question, Derek. Um, I, I I loved Rose Red. Which was a, a a story about a haunted haunted mansion kind of thing. Um, the the there was a, a mini series of the stand that condensed a heck of a lot, I guess, because they had to, because the book is like over eleven one thousand one hundred pages long. Yeah, the mist is a um mist is a scary story just to read. Uh, Matt's all, yeah. Rose Red, yeah, I loved Rose Red because it's it's it involves so much. It's a haunted house story, but it also talks about people that have abilities. So basically, the summary for that one is there is this college professor who wants to prove the paranormal exists, and she happens to know and kind of her her boyfriend is the last last descendant of this family who has a mansion um and um the he's been apparently telling her stories of activity in that house and so what she wants to do is gather a group of <clears throat> mediums and psychics and um telekinetics and just all that stuff to uh okay yeah one minute there matt i'll, I'll finish this and i'll get to you um just to act as a battery, as batteries, really, to get things going in this house. And uh, she's, I would say she's successful in that. So, um, but let me see here. Yeah, so, um, Matt's off. If you want to unmute, you're welcome to. And uh, we can go from there. Hey, James. Hello. How are you doing, so, Sam? Good. Uh, how are you? And thank you for being here. Yeah, thanks for the show. Uh, Colin, talking about our favorite Halloween scary movies? Yeah, yep, that's definitely part of it, yep. Okay, um, I was going to say, um, there's a movie, The Nightmare Before Christmas. And that movie, is, they did a good job on that because, it's yeah, it's a Halloween movie, but it's also a Christmas movie. So when do you watch it? Do you watch it for Halloween or for Christmas? Well, the answer is both. And you can watch it any time from now until Christmas. Still would be a, that time to watch that movie. Uh, same thing with, like, the decorations. You know, you hang up the, the Nightmare for Christmas decorations. You can keep them up from Halloween till Christmas because they're still Christmas decorations. Um, but one of my favorite Halloween movies uh, is the movie 
called Trick or Treat. I forget the guy's name that directed it. Um, I think it's like Michael Doherty. And uh, that movie is really good for all. It's an actual Halloween themed movie. And uh, it's I think it's kind of based off a comic. It's from the guy, um, one of the people that did a show back in the day called Creep Show. An old school is the 80s, um, kind of like a Goosebumps. And uh, the same guy that did that worked on, on the art for this movie called Trick or Treat. And uh, that movie is a Halloween movie. It, you know, it's best to watch it around now. It's one of my uh, must-watch movies for Halloween. And then another cool thing about that is um, the same guy that directed that movie did a movie called Krampus. And that's it's a Christmas movie, but it's a scary Christmas movie. And that those two movies are connected in that world. Thought that was pretty cool. Wow. Yeah, that is neat. I like those connections. Those connected works like that are always neat. And and funny enough, I've heard of, and I think I may have seen parts of A Nightmare Before Christmas, but I've never actually, I don't think I've actually seen the whole thing. So Yeah, yeah. it's one of those, um, the singing, it's, it has singing in it, so a lot of people get turned off by it, but it tells the story. And uh, to me, that's a, that's a classic Halloween um, you know, movie that we watch. Well, that's neat. Yeah, I need to I need to get to that one, and I still need to get to tr- to um, trick our treat because I haven't gotten to that one either. Um, so, but I will one of these days. But yeah, yeah, no, great stuff there. So, um, so what other kinds of media are you into besides the movies and stuff that uh, is is um, either Halloween or paranormal based? If you have any um, um, books or comic books yeah. or. Um, the, I do read a lot of books. I'm trying to think of one that's like a scary, um, but yeah, comic books, all that. I'm into all that stuff. <laughs> uh, I think to me, and this goes with movies too. Is you know, I I kind of grew up watching scary movies and and like I said, reading those kind of books and stuff. Oh, Goosebumps! That's my favorites. Those are my favorite um, scary books. The Goosebumps series from uh, yeah. those are great. Um, but. <laughs> A lot of these, um, the stuff we watch, I watch it. It's not really scary to me, but what's the things that are scary to me are stuff that uh, stories that could really happen, like slasher films, like uh, Scream, like that. You know, it's not a monster. It's not a um, like an alien or anything like that. It's you know, it could really happen, and those kind of those kind of stories scare me more than like a ghost or a goblin movies you follow me yeah yeah uh, that that makes sense um i've heard many people say that that are into investigating the paranormal they they say i'm not as worried about the paranormal as i am about encountering someone out there in the woods or in a, in some old building that's like falling apart or whatever you know i'm not as worried about the the stuff that i find in the paranormal as i am about <laughs> finding some crazy person you know, with a with a weapon of some kind. So yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, stuff that could really happen. You know, that that's more terrifying like slasher films. Yeah. Yeah, well that's um thank you for calling in. Uh, you can if you have any more you can you can go with that or if you wanna jump off that's fine too. Uh, I'm good. Uh thank you James. Thanks for having me on and uh have a great great day. You as well. Thank you, Matt. That was that was great. And um yeah, so I'm just trying to think back to um, 
So Derek asked my favorite Stephen King adaptation. I definitely prefer Rose Red, but um, um, but yeah, uh, the the stand was also amazing in 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 all that as well how it came out. But uh, okay, yeah, um, Apoc, if you want to join, you're welcome to. I'm probably going to be out of breath for a minute because I was running. <laughs> no problem. Stuff. Um, whew. I have a weird, creepy story, and I don't know if I've ever told it anywhere yet. Maybe in chat, maybe in voice chat. But um, me and my ex-husband, the one who passed away, he uh, and I went on a road trip, and I might have actually told this story, but it is creepy, and since it's Halloween. I'll do it again. Um, And we were looking for a nice place by a lake. And we were driving down this road that was supposed to kind of take us to the lake. But we were on unpopular sort of off-roads because we don't like to, we didn't like to like go to big popular places, you know. Right. And, And so we're driving down this road. And um, this car passes us, um, and the person inside looks pretty sick. Um, beat up car, just kind of odd looking, and we kind of both made a note of it. It was just a little strange. <clears throat> and um, we kept driving, and we find this dirt road that we think is going to lead us to the lake. And so we drove down <laughs> on this dirt road, which wasn't a bad road. It was just a dirt road. And then we got to this area that kind of looked like it was going to lead into like a camping spot, camping area. And we look around and there are some tents, but it's like everyone is out of their tents and they're like 50, like 40 to 50 people out in this camping area just sort of standing around (laughs) um, outside of tents and also box huts you know kind of houses made of boxes right and there was a tire swing and there were there was a boy and a girl making out (laughs) like on the tire swing and by the way as soon as we pull down Everyone just stops everything they're doing and stares at us <laughs> while we're driving. Oh boy! And yeah, and the road at that point is very bad. I mean, very bad. It's it's rough. It's up and down. There are lots of pits, you know, to get around this somewhat circle area that's still kind of packed with these people. And so they stopped, and they're all staring. And we drive by, we're kind of trying to just get out, right? Because we have to loop around to get out. Yeah. And we're driving through, kind of trying to smile and like, hey, and we're leaving. (laughs) And we pass by the boy and the girl who were like making out on the tire swing. And they're, they're twins. I mean, identical looking. I mean, you can tell one's a female, one's a male. But they, I mean... There's no way that they couldn't have been twins. And every single person had sores mm. and 
splotches and were filthy and were just odd looking, you know, facially. They didn't look well. (laughs) And they all looked sort of the same. (laughs) And they kind of looked like they might have all been related. (laughs) And um, so as we're driving, we get about halfway through and this older lady starts to walk up to the car and I just kind of crack it like an inch and I'm like, hi, we're, we're, you know, we made a wrong turn and we're pulling out. She didn't say a word. She tried to stick her fingers in the window Oh no! and all these other people came like, I swear we were surrounded by probably 30 of them by the time we were trying to move forward again. And we continued like, slowly inch at a time to keep moving so we wouldn't run over somebody because they were in the front and the back and the sides i had been able to finally roll my window up because the lady took her fingers out of my window nobody was saying a word and they were all staring at us like we were going to hell (laughs) or they were going to kill us or something and so we inched out and finally (sighs) finally freaking made it out the road and we literally, <laughs> we literally had to stop. I mean, I can't describe how creepy this was. I can't say how disturbing this whole scenario <laughs> was. And it was the daytime, you know. But it, oh gosh, it was just the most sort of, just really the creepiest thing that I've ever experienced in my life, to be completely honest, out of everything I've experienced. That was, and it was just people right just people yeah. but they had some, they had somehow um excuse me been living out there and probably for generations been living out there you know and yeah. we, and the one who was actually leaving we connected that one to them because that one also had sores and looked very similar to all of these people and they had cars but they were of course all you know bumped up and run run down and and all that um there weren't a lot of cars but it was just creepy and we had to literally go we had to pull out and stop somewhere and just take it down a notch yeah <laughs> and just talk about this and mm-hmm. Like this is that was just bizarre, you know. This is the most bizarre thing. And you know, it's it's fine. People want to live however they want to live. But if you, you know, if you have that kind of experience, and they literally don't speak to you, they come up to your vehicle like they're gonna, like they're literally zombies wanting to eat you. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, just oh. anyway. Yeah, I thought I'd take a break and tell you that story. <laughs> Yeah, no, thank you. And I think um, that's something else we can talk about tonight. What any of the people that are listening here, what's your, um, within, of course, reason, because we don't want to be too graphic, but just what is the weirdest encounter you've ever had with regular people or with living people with nothing paranormal that maybe even gave off some kind of a weird vibe just because of how strange it was? So, yeah, thank you for sharing that, APOC. That is, yeah, that's. That is creepy. You're welcome. <laughs> All right. I'll uh, listen in. Bye-bye. 
Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, um, Matt Tala says here that the hills have eyes. Creepy. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. No, that was a uh, that and there are reports people have of of um not just so much that, but just finding people that are out in the middle of nowhere um, that appear to be just gathered together and in different different clothing, but sometimes it's Sometimes it's hoods, hoods and robes. Other times not, and it's just a bunch of people out in the middle of nowhere. And they all turn towards you, and you get this feeling like you shouldn't be there. That's a thing, too. So, um, but, uh, but yeah, that's, um, that is quite the experience. I don't think I've ever really had that. I did have one thing, one time that scared me pretty bad. Once when I was a kid, with my um my cousin, actually the same cousin that that I was talking about in the beginning of the show, we were kids and we decided to walk um from our grandparents' house. We thought there was um my cousin knew of a shortcut through this middle of this um this block this couple of block size piece of land that could get us to um. A grocery store and so and he knew of it through a friend of his and so he started walking through this these paths and these these woods and somehow we accidentally came out into what looked like someone's yard and i barely remember this now i must have like blocked it out but um so we came into this yard and we started hearing dogs barking and a bunch of them came out and like started walking towards us. My cousin climbed up onto something, I think a tree or something. Of course, there was no way I was gonna be able to do that. Um so that I and of course this guy came out and that's when we were really freaked out. And he asked us what we were doing and my cousin explained and after that it was okay, but like I was seriously thinking I was going to get eaten by these dogs cuz of course I didn't really have dogs didn't really know what they could they would do um and uh turns out the guy had them because there were teenagers that supposedly would use the all the different paths in the woods to cause trouble in the area so he had a reason for for um for having the dogs there and everything but we just kind of ended up in the wrong place at the wrong time, but uh, but yeah, so that was odd. Um, yeah, well, you know what? Since it is a call-in show, might as well just open it up to uh, paranormal experiences as well. So uh, Matt in Colorado, if you want to unmute and and uh, tell your story, you're welcome to. Hey James, how's it going tonight? Can you hear me okay? I've been yeah, so far so good. I've been a little bit robotic lately where I'm currently located, so. Yeah, no, so far so good, so go right ahead. Yeah, well, I had a recent sort of paranormal experience. Um, it was probably a month ago. Uh, I was listening to this guy, Michael Strange. I don't know if you've heard of him, but he's got this radio show, uh, Troubled Minds. And uh, I was listening to the show, and I called into the show, 
and we were talking about a pretty um, deep uh, subject. I, I call it taking the Night Stalker elevator, right, up to uh, kind of, you know, deeper way of looking at things and, you know, interdimensional uh, higher levels of stuff, right? Right. Okay, so that's the context. That's the backstory. So I was listening to the show. I called into the show, um, did my 10 minutes. I was sitting there in my truck, and all of a sudden, um, slightly out of the, wasn't exactly the corner of my eye, but the side of my eye, I saw a light flashing, and so I turn and look, and it's in my rearview mirror of my truck, and it was, like, really bright, and... You know, I usually park my truck in the same spot. <clears throat> I hadn't seen anything like this for my camper had been up there about four months. I hadn't seen anything like this. I'm like, what the heck is that? Like, and it was like really bright. And I'm just, I look at it for, I don't know, 10 seconds in my rear view mirror. And I was just like, what the heck is that? I, I got to check this out, right? So I get out of my truck and I open my door and then look back the direction that it's coming from. And what I see is a particularly bright white light. But then I also see like two other lights uh, that it like one is uh, probably red and the other one was, I think it was green. It, it might have been blue. I don't know. But it, there was two colored lights. So it was one bright white light on the top. And then, so it was like a triangle. And then there was two colored lights on the bottom. And they were all really bright. <clears throat> and I'm looking right at it. And... The really weird thing was it moved like incredibly slowly. <clears throat> and where I'm looking, um, you know, I'm up in a wooded area. So there's trees to the left. There's trees to the right. There's not really that big of an opening in between them. Um, and it's down at a low elevation. This is not, uh, uh, you know, altitude, I mean. Uh, so it's not like up in the sky high. It's down really, really low. Like if it was to the left, it would have been behind the trees. So it's flying like really low. Um, and at first I didn't even think it was moving. And then I realized it was moving. It was just like moving really slowly. Um, <clears throat> the other thing is that um, there was no noise. Okay, and uh, so I'm looking at these three lights. It's crossing slowly in a small opening between the trees, relatively small. I mean, if you put your hands out in front of you, 
and opened your thumb and finger it would be you know five inches across but it's just very slowly traversing that um and the lights were blinking but all three of them were blinking it the white light was blinking too and so you know my mind my rational mind starts kicking into gear and i'm like okay you know it's a plane right because planes have a you know a red light on the left and a green light on the right i'm trained as a pilot you know i i you know so i'm like oh it's a plane and i'm like no wait a minute it is moving much too slowly to be a plane this is not a plane and then my second thought was okay it's got to be a helicopter and then i was like wait a minute it's not that far away there's a canyon that's not that far across where i'm looking and i hear helicopters and see helicopters up there fairly often about twice a week and you can hear them from miles away and they echo off the canyons and i'm like well no it's not a helicopter because i can't see i can't hear anything and i'm like okay so it's not a plane it's not a helicopter what the heck is it and i sit there and i watch this thing and it goes across this you know gap between the trees and then it goes behind the trees on the right um which again suggests it's going at a very low elevation now if you're flying up there at night in a plane or a helicopter you're not going to be flying that low because i'm like at you know where i'm at i'm 9300 feet up in the mountains you got to fly over the mountain ranges and the passes you got to be up at like you know at least 10,500 feet you're going to be a thousand feet above where i'm where i'm at and this is actually pretty much directly horizontal with me. it's not up in the sky at all wow. and then it goes behind these trees and as it goes behind the trees i can still see it like blinking but then as it'll go behind a tree, it goes dark. I can't see it. And then it'll come out from behind that tree and I can see it. Right. And I'll just see it for like a second or two. And then it seemed like it actually went down and went lower. And then it went down into the trees and it seemed like it landed. Um, and it became stationary. And I could still see it. And I freaked out, man. I lost it. I, it was like I was, I wasn't totally afraid, but the weird thing, it was like, I, I don't know how to describe it. It's like I all, I, I entered a, like an altered state of consciousness because by that point I was like, this is a, dang ufo i mean okay. this is a this is a ship i am seeing something totally weird this is not an airplane it's not a helicopter this is a ship this is something paranormal this is something bizarre and um 
something in my brain just like tweaked and shifted and i just was like uh whoa something bizarre is going on here and um so i just i at first i just kind of froze and it was kind of like fear but it was more like i guess a better word is maybe apprehension and i was just like holy crud holy crap you know what's what's going on here it's like hold on to your butt matt it's like stuff has gotten weird it's gotten really weird and uh so i sat there and just watched it for like maybe a minute or maybe two as it was down in the trees and then i just as the apprehension and maybe adrenaline sort of went away I started like saying things in my head and I was just like, you know, almost like a a meditation or, or I was like, it's okay. You know, I'm kind of doing some self-talk. I'm like, it's okay. You know, relax. And then, and it was, it seemed like it was really close. And I, and I just like drawing on (laughs) some knowledge or stuff I had read in books. I was like, you know, if these are beings of love and light, you know, this is okay and you can approach me. And if you're not beings of love and light, you know, leave me the heck alone and get the hell out of here. Yeah. <laughs> like like I'm calling on like some kind of divine protection, right? And I'm like, yeah. hey, you know, if this is not cool, I do not want this interaction. I, I forbid it. You know, if you are cool, okay you know, game on. And, and I, and I kind of got this feeling that it was cool. And I was like, and then, so the kind of apprehension passed and I was like, Hey, you might be having like a once in a lifetime experience. You know, you need to check this out. I mean, maybe there's a ship down there in the trees. And like I said, it didn't seem like it was too far away. So I was like, and the the next thought I had was, go get your cell phone. You know, you want to take photographs of it. You want to take video of it. And as soon as I thought that, I'm telling you, this thought came in my mind and said, do not get your camera. Do not get your phone. Wow. Like, <clears throat> it was like, no, do not try to photograph this. And so I was just like, okay, okay, you know, maybe it doesn't want to be photographed. Maybe it wouldn't work. There'd be electronic influence. Maybe I would waste my time. I don't know. So I went walking down there towards it. And as I walk down, of course, as I'm walking, I'm changing my perspective. So trees would come in front of it and it would disappear, you know, and then I keep walking and it would reappear. Right. And then all of a sudden I started seeing other lights off in the trees, kind of like almost a ground level. And I saw like two on my left and then I saw two on my right. And then I'm standing there and I'm going like, what the heck is going on here? And I'm like, is this like, did they send out probes? Is this a landing party? You know, what? what what whoa no and i'm like tripping out and i have to kind of get comfortable again from the apprehension 
And then I keep walking and keep walking, but the main big three flashing light thing, I don't seem to be getting any closer to it. So mm. it's like it was further away than I thought it was. Um, and so, but I can see these other like three lights off to my left. And so now, mind you, it is like the moon's not out. I have no light and I'm like walking around the woods in basically pitch dark. And there is a road out in front of my camper. And for a while I was walking down the road, but I could barely even see the road. And then I see these lights that are off in the woods to the left of the road. And uh, I, w I wanted to like go over to them and see what the heck they were but there's like next to the roads a ditch and yeah. there's so little light i can't see anything so i am like literally stumbling around the woods in the pitch dark you know tripping over rocks and uh walking out uh trying to approach these lights and I keep walking towards these lights and keep walking towards these lights. And it seems like it, it's no matter how far I walk, they keep receding into the distance. And uh, I, I got up to a, a, a place where it seemed like they were close and there was even a brighter one. And I walked towards it and walked towards it and walked towards it. And then it's like, it wasn't there. And uh, and then I turned around and looked the other way, and I saw, like, probably one of the other of the three lights, and I'm like, okay, well, this one's gone. I'll walk towards that one. So I walked towards that one, and kind of this same thing happened. And, uh, and then I – so I walked around for probably 20, 30 minutes, and I could not – walk up on these lights and uh then i got I, and i got really it was chilly and i did have a coat on but i got cold i was like shivering and i was like i i'm right. i gotta go back and warm up so i went back and warmed up and then i saw the lights again not the big one but i saw the other lights and i was like okay i gotta go check this out and so i got out of my truck and only 20 feet away from my truck i could see these lights and they were like really close and um then i thought maybe those are like solar lights that other people that camp up here have down in their property and the next night and the night that followed i was able to confirm that those smaller lights were indeed solar lights okay. okay but the main first thing that attracted my attention with the white light the red light the green light that slowly crossed you know in between that gap in the trees with no noise that was not a solar light so it was like a weird combination of stuff that the first thing freaked me out I entered into this altered state, and then apparently I was tripping around the woods in the darkness, 
you know, trying to track down solar lights. But that's my story. Wow. Yeah. No, that is amazing. Um, especially the do not get your camera because you hear about that. People get their cameras and they don't work. Um, or they don't think about it. And then after they wonder why they didn't think about it. And there's some, there's some, um, people, some, some people think that it's because these, whatever they are, are actually influencing our thoughts to keep us from, from going in that direction, from getting our cameras, all that kind of thing. So there's a lot there that, um, tracks with other, other experiences. So, um, yeah, thank you for, for calling in. Yeah. Well, you're welcome. It was just, like I said, it was almost like a, a telepathic um, thought impression that came into my mind, and it was like, no, do not get your camera. Right. Yeah. Huh. All yeah, right. that is neat. All right. Thanks, James, for helps. Thanks for having me on. No problem. So, yeah. Um yeah, it is. There's so many stories out there. Um, I mean, I tried to take a picture of the blue light when I when I when I was seeing it, and nothing. I could not see anything through my camera on my phone. So that's odd as well. Um, but yeah, yeah. So I don't know. It's um, there's some strange things that happen out there, and I like how this show kind of changed from. From one starting topic to others, that was this, this has been a lot of fun. Um, so yeah, I guess um, I will go over a couple more things that I'm into. That's my favorite um, paranormal stuff. So if anyone does want to uh, call in that hasn't called in yet, um, you are welcome to let me know here in the chat, and uh, we have time for probably at least one more one more call. I would say. Um, but, but yeah, okay. Um, Gigi, I welcome to unmute and you can go from there. All right. Hey, what's happening, my friend? Can you hear me all right? I do. And just want to say for anyone that listens to my show that doesn't listen to a lot of other shows, this is Gigi from Shift Happens Radio. So if you want to talk a little bit about that as well, you're welcome to, but go right ahead. Right on. Uh, yeah, we do a show. We talk about stuff. Shifthappensradio.com. <laughs> and uh, on the Fringe FM, get there while you can, Friday nights. Um, but yeah, I uh, I totally feel, um, you know, uh, first of all, that was a great call by Matt there. And that thing you guys were just talking about, the that sort of telepathic um, thing relative to grabbing the phone or the camera. Uh, I mean, same thing happened to me uh, on, on one of my UFO sightings. Um, it was like the same thing. I thought to, I was like, oh, I should probably grab my camera and take a video of this. As soon as I thought that, I got this thought in my mind that said, don't do it. But it didn't, it wasn't my thought, though. I don't know how else to put that. Yeah. So I look, I look at the UFO, I look at my camera. Look back at the UFO, and I decide to reach for my camera anyway. And the split second I moved a muscle, that thing took off, almost <laughs> as if it knew I was about to. <laughs> I mean, that it was so synchronistic, and uh, so I totally understand that. But um, so I've got an interesting story though. Um, uh, 
that uh well first of all quick shout out to the original topic um i used to collect me and my sister used to collect the goosebumps books i don't know if you remember if you guys remember those but uh we had just about every book in that collection we had like 30 or 40 of them wow. and uh those always made i mean they're kind of hacky like looking back you know like you know not the best books ever written but they were all you know scary stories and stuff and right. me and my sister were into scary stuff and <laughs> so those were always fun um so that's probably my my go-to uh just my most fondest memories with uh paranormal stuff is uh reading those books late at night getting creeped out <laughs> you know right yeah i and, i uh, um i saw them on and off over the years but i never really got into them so but I know they were hugely popular for quite a while there. Yeah, we literally had the entire collection until they came. By the time they came back and started releasing more, we had already grown up and right. It. But um, um, but man, okay. So here's my story though. So one time, uh, so this is in the woods, like deep in the forest in um, northeast of Houston, in a little town called Kingwood which is where I grew up. Uh, in fact, it's slogan is the livable forest. And uh, I mean, I saw it's, it's literally just a bunch of how like just enough trees knocked down to put a house and in a road to get from house to house. Like it's, you know, if you fly over it, you're flying into the airport. You can't even see the town. It just, it's just a bunch of trees. Um, so, but at the end of where all the houses are, at this area called East End, is where my house was. Very last house in the whole forest next to the unadulterated forest, the pure forest, which right. uh, goes for miles and miles past that point. So um, so us being, uh, you know, me and my sister always did what we weren't supposed to. And uh, we, we used to like to run around the forest at night, um, which looking back is really stupid because all kinds of coyotes and, <laughs> and, and whatnots that could uh, pets get eaten all the time out there. And um, but anyway, we were uh, just exploring in the woods, probably about two in the morning. And there was this island, what was normally an island, um, but the water had receded due to a drought. Like, oh, well, we've never gone over there before. Let's go see what's on the island. And once we get to the island, all of a sudden, we hear a bunch of what I could only describe that sounds like monkeys starting making these monkey noises. Like, there must have been at least 10 of them going, ooh, 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 ha, 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 ha. and then coming from the north. And then coming from the south, there was like a response to that by another group of what sounded like monkeys going, ooh, 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 ah, ah, ah. like they were obviously co-signaling each other, like triangulating or something. And um, and it scared the hell out of us because, I mean, first of all, we don't have monkeys in tech. And trust me, I we know the sounds of all the animals out there. We've never heard anything like this, like this best described as a monkey. And, um, and, and uh, you know, some people might say Bigfoot or whatever, but they sounded, 
it just it sounded intense and it was scary and we could tell that they were communicating about us being in between them <laughs> like <laughs> we could tell we were the center of attention and we just ran like hell um out of the and, and we were pretty deep in the woods that was a long run uh to get away from there and then um so already scary you know gnarly enough um and of course we told our friends like over the years whenever it came up and nobody ever believed us fast forward many years later i'm hanging out with this um ridiculously wealthy person uh that i probably actually won't name um <laughs> but somehow long story i got to know this guy so I, every once in a while i go over to his house and we just like share conspiracies and stories and whatnot and just hang out and um and he actually brought up that when he was younger, just out of nowhere, he was like, have you ever heard about the monkeys over in East End? I was like, what? Wow. <laughs> and he went to tell his story. And I was like, dude, that's exactly what we heard out there. Like, And um, it's crazy because, you know, like I said, we don't have monkeys in Texas. I don't even think we have monkeys on this continent, do we? I mean, unless they're in a zoo, right? Um, but I mean, there's no monkeys running around, you know, as far as we, we know, we're told, but, um, man, I've, I've never felt so vulnerable in my life than it's hard to describe, but if you were there, I mean, it, being surrounded on both sides by this monkey, like sounding creature, bunch of them <laughs> at two in the morning in the middle of the forest where nobody's going to help you. Like, it was just really scary. And I, I'm getting goosebumps just talking about it right now. But, um, yeah, that's my little uh, my little spooky story. Nice. Yeah, that's that's amazing. That's, um, yeah, it makes you wonder what was going on there. What, what were those? Were they some kind of monkey that? Was there, was it something else? Some other things that were making the sound somehow that were not monkeys? I mean, all kinds of possibilities there. And, uh, yeah. yeah, for sure. And, and, and Night Stalker brings up a good point. He says he's super interested in what conspiracy theories rich people like to talk about. And that's true. Like somebody that's <laughs> done that well in life and they still have things like that to say, like it just, even though it shouldn't, it it does add some credibility, I guess, in some sense, shape, form, or another. And um, and this dude knows, like, let's just put it this way: he used to get babysat by the Clintons when he was a kid. Wow. <laughs> yeah, by uh, by Bill and um, and uh, uh, Hillary. Um, so very well connected, super rich dude, super rich family. And, uh, but yeah, it was crazy because I didn't even bring it up to him. Like he brought it up. Yeah. And told the same story that I experienced in the, the same area and uh, the same exact part of the forest. So, uh, yeah, I really wonder what's out there. And, you know, nobody really, other than, you know, kids running around out there from time to time, nobody's ever like actually gone out there and, investigated as far as i know so uh yeah who knows what that was but man they sure did sound like monkeys 
That's the only way I could describe it. Yeah. No, that is amazing. Yeah, well, thank you for um for calling in and first time on the show as well, I believe. So welcome. Yeah. And uh of course we talk we've we talked until noon my time today before I had to head out. So that's that's kind of funny. But uh <laughs> yeah. Yeah, thank you. And uh we'll we'll do another one of these again sometime, another weekend and and because uh, this was a lot of fun. So thank yeah, you. Sure. And talk to you later, Gigi. All right, cool man. Good show. Thanks for having me on. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so I think that'll do it unless anyone else has uh anything else they really need to add here as far as calls go. But uh thank you all for being here and, and in the chat. Yeah, I see um the dollhouse episode of Goosebumps. Oh, are you afraid of the dark was the one that got me scared. Matt Hall says good yeah. Yeah, there there's some neat stuff out there as far as TV shows that are into this the, these things. Especially the ones for kids, because that's a fine line you have to walk when you're making that kind of kind of show, I think. So um or book even. So but uh yeah, and no worries. Uh Derek, I see you there. Derek will um Derek says he can't join in tonight, but that's okay because he'll be on tomorrow night with me. So that'll be the show tomorrow night. We're gonna be talking all about um paranormal in Michigan, just strange things here in Michigan. So um that looking forward to that one. In fact, there's still some research to do for that one. And uh so that's gonna be a lot of fun. So and then uh, of course I'm going to um I will definitely be calling in to uh Couple Minds Radio, that other show that uh, keeps coming up lately. I don't, I don't know why, but no, it's a great show, and I'm looking forward to being being in, in there and talking with you all there as well. So, um, so yeah, well, I think uh, I think that'll do it. Thank you all. Um, thank you all for uh, okay, yeah, sounds good. Uh, thank you all for listening and for being here, and uh, I will talk to you all. Of course, online and uh, in tomorrow night with Derek on the very special Halloween episode of Salcedo Paranormal. Take care, take care, everyone, and have a great night.